0: Let me say that the political cunk I would like the political it. Right. This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're me, not middle class. You're not in black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things, all things,
1: all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yep. right now, yep. this is predominantly a problem. Of young black teenage boys.
0: How are you, bro? I'm all good, my guy, man. All good, man. You give it back.
1: It's amazing, you know. (laughs) It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing.
0: (laughs) Beautiful, thing. It's a beautiful thing. thing. But yeah, my guy, man. Um, Well, you know. today a is a grey today. today but positive we've got some you know we've got a mixed, mixed bag of news today mixed bag to discuss
1: yep mixed
0: mixed bag um, mix. yeah very mixed bag Um, I'm sorry I want to go with some joy first though because right now my, my view outside is just grey and stuff but with the mixed bag I want to go positive news we want to big up big up our firstly first elected mayor of Liverpool first elected female Mayor of Liverpool, I
1: should say. Sorry, a yeah. woman. Of mayor of Liverpool. Um, Shout out the re, the you know the realization of the of the of the closing of the gender gap. You know, and and it's a long way to go.
0: Yes, it's a long way long, to go.
1: But guess me, to go. we're gonna celebrate each and every win along the way. We are. Exactly. We're not gonna we're not gonna put a downer and say oh it's one out of no. We're gonna say yes. This is a yeah. we've got a point back. We've got one point back. Let's go and get more points now. Let's, right. let's go and get right. more points. How did we do this? How, did this, right. how was this accomplished? Now, right. how can we repeat this result and ensure that these results, here yeah, do not become skewered under no political ambiguity or any kind of political cloud saying, oh, this is a PC move. No. She placed herself in a position of opportunity, prepared, right. had the right, right team. The people of Liverpool, are clearly progressive. They've already yeah. exiled propaganda newspapers like the sun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Facts. So Facts. They've already Facts. they've already in, they've already taken in the Islamic faith in a big way, courtesy of an ambassador of Islam, Mo Salah. Facts. We already see that Liverpool is a progressive nation, is a progressive nation of people, yeah. you know. Now mm-hmm. we can see cool what is happening there. What can we learn from Liverpool and export across the nation of the UK, mm. you know?
0: Mm. It's true. It's interesting you say that, bro, because when you think about it, the two most, I guess, politically engaged cities I know in this country, Bristol and Liverpool, Ooh. are both port cities as well. So that's that's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Again, I don't know what's, what's in that. Maybe because they had higher rates of migration at a very you know, early stage in their history, Yep. So that has something to do with it. I don't know, but I just find it very interesting. But um, no, definitely shout, shout out to Joanne Anderson, though. So not only is she the first woman mayor of Liverpool, directly elected mayor of Liverpool, she's also the first black woman mayor of Liverpool, or first black person mayor of Liverpool.
1: Yeah, uh, she's very uh, beautiful. Very, very yeah. beautiful inside and out. And now, you know, there's an opportunity for, you know, the beauty to kind of like to, to reign. <laughs> And to spread yeah. that kind of that kind of connecting with real authentic people, you know, yeah, you know, shout right out Jonathan and and shout out Liverpool, it's shout big. Out
0: Liverpool. And now she's herself and Marvin Rees, who's also that, who's a black man, who's a late mayor of uh, Bristol, again, port city. Uh, now they've got two two black mayors in two of the biggest cities in the country, and two of the most politically engaged cities in the country. What that means. I don't know. Maybe you have to go into the history of the cities. Um, obviously, we know Liverpool was a major slave port as well. Yeah. a port where a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of Africans were obviously taken to. Um, there were
1: major companies. There were major slave major companies, companies. Yeah, major slave ports. And in that kind of area, that profited hugely from the transatlantic slave trade, and also were part of the uh, like they were part of the race. It wasn't like they were in cahoots with the other the other companies in the yeah. in England. There were it was a race. And they were part of the most successful successful of the companies, you know? And then how that is transcending now in terms of progressive politics that is happening now, it is good to see that they're also taking leadership in that way. In a a way, it's like, you know, as a black people, are we asking just for, you know, are we asking for um, just for, what's the word, you know? Is it retreat? What's it called again? Sorry, when we get um, um, reparations, reparations is it just physical reparations we're asking for? No, it's no. not, it's social reparations. And the fact that you know, both are like that, that is coming in that kind of social political atmosphere that yeah. is key sign. It is social reparations, it's social reparations in the form of participation, respect on our kinfolk, respect on the capabilities the technical skills and capabilities of people of African descent. That yeah. respect and value is the first and foremost reparations that we're looking for and that we are seeking and that we are going to celebrate each and every time we get it, which is why Daniel Kaluuya winning Oscars is amazing for us, which is why yeah. Tion Wayne and Roscoe, number one, is amazing for us, which yeah. is why Joanne Anderson's election is amazing for us which is why should sean bailey win the mayoral election in the uk this mm-hmm. could be and shall be amazing for us
0: well, i'm happy you brought it up by guy because it's a very very interesting topic that's being discussed widely on the net amongst you know our community and stuff and you know we have to ask ourselves as a community um if Sean Bailey was to win, as of the day of recording, we don't know the election, the mayoral elections of London yet, but if he was to win, is it a win for our community?
1: That's mm. you know, a good question because, like we said, the black community is not a monolith.
0: It's not, no. It's not a monolith. And, oh. you know, I, I I was actually watching an interview with Sean Bailey on the ZZ Mill show. Shout out, ZZ. Um... I was watching an interview with him on the ZZ Mill show. And, you know, I think she asked him a question like, oh, why are you conservative? And, you know, he said, "Uh, blah, blah, blah. Which is, in fact, is actually quite true. And there's a lot of truth to it that many of the communities that came from the African-Caribbean islands of Jamaica, Grenada, Guyana, St. Vincent, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously many African nations, particularly West African nations,
1: are are
0: socially conservative people. And that, that is a fact.
1: That's like, that's a fact. 100%. 100%. And the thing is, though, is, that, nat- is that, the nat- was that the nature or is that because of the impact of the fact that they had been, all they'd known about Britain and the British Empire was aristocrats. Were these tra- slavers, first of all, but people that were just looking at economy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The people that, they, that, they, that they, they met and worked with were all people of those kind of backgrounds where it's going to be kind of like a conservative kind of background, you know. Yeah. Them even coming into that kind of political sphere in terms of a Western democracy, naturally, wouldn't they then only be learning from that school of thought? Well, this is. but that, 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 I, I heard what you were saying as well. People from the like, left is, but... have been present in those countries to get a yeah. that political school of thought. Would Marxism yeah. had been present there? Would Stalinism and Leninism been present there? Whereas you could see in Cuba, mm. where that's been present, they've been working. They 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 would have gone through that kind of school of thought through through their their original leaders, Che Guevara, and um. Sorry, you're gonna to have to help me.
0: Um. um, um oh my gosh, yes. I know his name is coming.
1: Um so they would have come from that school of thought essentially. When the name comes up, we'll pop it up. Our listeners will hear and learn as well from it. And then, you know, they would we would see the impact of them. Okay, the because of the political embargoes by America, they've not been able to see naturally material wealth. But in terms of social wealth, in terms of health, and the amount of the amount of support they've given to Africa in terms of exporting their their medical services and their doctors to globally. To places that have needed the most is second to none. It it, in the world is second to none. So yes. So yes, Sean Bailey has a point in saying that naturally speaking, African countries, Caribbean countries are of conservative political practice. However,
0: socially as well. Socially, which he was arguing. But also there's a difference when, you know, when in this country, largely it's seen that the black community, African Caribbean, Caribbeans, etc., everyone, you know, Africans all, all together, we all tend to vote Labour. Again, this is what this is what um, perceived by everyone. Yeah. And that's the, no, there's no, that's also not, uh, there's no light to that as well. And yeah. That's mainly. But then you have to ask yourself: Do we vote Labour because we're pro Labour, or because we're anti-conservatives?
1: And is it that yeah. we're anti-conservatives and pro, or pro Labour, or is it because we're pro human rights? We are pro. That we are pro the parties that align with creating a better quality of life for people, that for people that have that for parties that align themselves with providing people with the tools and the resources in order for them to carve out their own opportunities. Now, the thing about these parties, the conservative and the labor parties, which we can see throughout the different types of leadership there is, is that each party offers some form of that opportunity. Yes, in their own in their own strange kind of way, yeah. In their own that, way, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And then the Labour that we saw coming up in terms of being me, myself, and yourself being first generation of African descent, yeah, yeah. was the Labour of, um, you know, was the Labour of... Um, apologies, the Labour of Tony Blair, of Blairism. Yeah. Do
0: you
1: know what I'm trying to say? It wasn't necessarily yeah. the Labour of... Um, who was before Tony Blair? Was it Tony Ben?
0: Uh, no, not Tony Brown. Tony um, Brown was uh oh gosh, who was it? Um, oh, it's gone on my head. I was gonna say John Major, but he was conservative. Yeah. was um, conservative. Oh, it's gone on my head. I really don't know.
1: Have to We'll research this and we'll add it into the description. Yeah. You know. However, it was it was the labour of that whole kind of let's give back, people first, new labour. It was a new labour. It was yeah. a labour that we're gonna give back and we're gonna give you credit so that you can have an opportunity to buy into this new to buy into this new world because we understand that you know financially you're at a disadvantage but then we're also going to give you this sure start we're going to give you the kind of the the institutions like the job center we're going to give you these institutions where okay you're going to get money but as part of getting money you will then also get an opportunity to become educated in these kind of roles in the, in these roles that can then set you up financially to then to financially become independent. But what was happening in those times? Whilst that was being pushed, there was a mass scandal, I would call it a media scandal, of, them, of people being accused of benefit fraud, mm. of Im- immigrants doing benefit fraud and just your neighbour doing benefit fraud. And it's such a scandal because benefit fraud isn't nowhere near compared to tax fraud historically still t- and to this day. Yeah. From major corporations, so you know they're butchering policies that will actually, that will actually encourage a nation to grow and to improve quality of life for for all people. You know, even yeah. capitalists were benefiting from from Tony Blair's progressive policies, but they just wanted to, you know, continue to. They didn't want to go to prison essentially because what they were doing was a crime. So to avoid jail time, they they'll plunder the futures. <laughs> they would, you know. Through, through, through propaganda from the media. And that's another story. But the reason why I bring that up is because I feel like we kind of, as a black people, and, a, and in terms of trying aiming aim to reclaim black boy joy, there is a big, big gap for tradespersons. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Tradespersons of colour. We, yeah. we have kind of like looked at a blight and not necessarily taking the opportunity to get into this into this realm. There will always be a need for tradespeople, yeah. no matter what country you are. With such a skill, you shall be able to benefit from being in this scale of work and having this having this knowledge. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like being pushed, people being pushed into kind of getting into this professionalism, this corporatism, and falling in love, being sold a corporate dream. Thinking that the only way they're going to get the house is going to be through the corporatism. When in actual fact, we've now seen ten years on, the people that were that were told they weren't good enough for school, that were pushed mm-hmm. doing vocational courses, but weren't given it with a positive light because the people teaching them wasn't actually financially well off. Yeah. Are now ten years later, the people that own houses, the people that mm-hmm. take holidays when they want. <laughs> Yeah, people that the people that are doing multi scale projects. Yeah, the people that actually have nice cars. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Living in London is a lie.
0: It's it, bro? By interesting. Um, sorry,
1: I'm so sorry, but living Um. in London is a lie. (laughs) Why do I say that? Because your quality of life will go higher when you move out of London. Well, if
0: you know, especially if you're still making a London salary and you leave you leave the city, then yeah, you know the kind of house you can live in is definitely um, a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more you know, spacious and and whatnot. Um, I guess the only thing you lose when you leave London is the cultural, uh, the community, I guess, and the cultural um, uh, currency that London has over other cities. But Again, not not so much, particularly I think if you're more so if you're like you know you're you're of African descent or you're black. Obviously being closer to communities is um to your community is obviously your making you know. and
1: then and, and, and then which is why we're sold that dream to, to, to no, be a, true. we're all in that kind of environment. However, should 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 we see that there's opportunity outside of London, of then wouldn't of that course. cultural value which London brings be you know leveraged or diminished? And at the end of the day, what is attracting people to London now is that culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is, mm-hmm. that, is, 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 the Afro, is the African-Caribbean culture is really mm-hmm. big in London and it is what is actually pulling people towards London to experience that.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas we, we've actually already began to move and migrate out of London and mm-hmm. we exist in other places on like Bristol, oh, like Liverpool, like, yeah. like, like Nottingham, mm-hmm. like in the Midlands where mm-hmm. there's big, big black communities there where they're managing to what create create this new industry? And we're already living in London. We now have the opportunity to what? Work from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What can that now show? It can now show that you know, like you said, you can make that money that you're making in London out, out of London. Mm-hmm. And guess when you can come into London? Whenever you want, because you have more what? Disposable income. Yeah. Because your overheads go down tremendously. And then you're also investing in what an asset <laughs> mm. that will what appreciate in value. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: No, definitely not. So, like no,
1: so you like, know, no. there's there's lots of things that information that people it will will benefit from being made aware of.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and then just that taking that leap of faith and not. Not not having to feel like you're confound to London. Is I think is very very important.
0: No, I think it is very important. I think for you know I th- I've been dis- I've been saying this for a long long time. Where are we gonna build our black middle class, which is you know important to maintain a power base in this country? Not I don't think it's, I don't think this should be our like main power base. But we need we definitely need hubs of power across the globe generally. And like you know if people say America, Atlanta. Uh, even though there's some arguments that Atlanta really isn't what people think it is. But, you know, we, we know that there's a there's a there's a concentration of black middle class you know, business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, um, uh, professionals, tradesmen, all concentrated in this like, particular area. Yep. And when you think of like London, we can't, or England, sorry, you can't really point to a place on the map in England, or the United Kingdom, for example, for, for that matter, that you could say a group of black people live here, and they're all um, in the million. Yeah. They're all in Not the million. Yeah, but, like, you know, quote, unquote, you know, uh, uh, asset owners or, or high earners, etc. Yeah. You know, places, most black neighborhoods are low socioeconomic neighborhoods. Exactly. Most, most black people, when they do get money or when they do have money, whatever, we spread out a bit more, again, looking for, you know, looking to find our peace in this country and build it. But I think, you know, if we... I think this is why I'm a bigger admirer of the Nigerian community, because I've seen twice now the Nigerian community trying to build that community for themselves. Yes. Whether that's money moving up to Enfield, what a lot of Nigerian people I knew growing up ended up doing, yep. buying houses in Enfield and trying to build their community there. I don't know how it's gone so far, like 10 years on, but I know that there was definitely a push for that. Yep. Um, or like some now moving to like the area of Graze. Yeah. Bagging them, you know, trying to build. So, you know, again, this is what I think going back to the main thing that black people not being a monolith, because it's like, cool. Well, when we're saying black people, what are we saying? Are we saying African Caribbean people and you know, would it be like a Jamaican, Nigerian, Ghanaian, Sierra Leone community? Generally speaking, particularly for our parents and stuff, it probably won't be like that. Maybe our generation now, this is where it all starts. Because our generation, us being first generation and stuff, maybe we're going to decide. Because you know, we're all intermarried, marrying, and all this kind of stuff. You know, you might have a Nigerian Jamaican couple across the road, and a Sierra Leone Guyanese couple across the road. But we're all the thing that links us together is that we're all one. You know, black. Yeah. Uh, and we're all either born or raised in this country. So maybe our maybe maybe that's the generation that's going to happen. Because obviously, African Caribbean, African American community is just a very unique. Different communities where African Americans are just that African American.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so
0: yeah, yeah. what you say is obviously very interesting and very true. And how we need to broaden our uh, our, our skill base as a community. And you know, there's obviously a heavy focus, not not by no, not not through the fault of our own, but more so through the aspirations and dreams of our parents, of us all coming here and becoming doctors and lawyers and engineers and stuff. Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying that, wow, actually coming here and learning the trade or, 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 or having more of a focus on trade-based skills mm-hmm. actually might greatly, massively benefit us in the long term.
1: In the great so, long term, 100%. And the long term isn't even that long. It's a five-year period, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Five-year period from any age. And I would say even from the age of 43 right yeah. now, five years getting into a trade, will see your income multiply by a no less than tenfold. Depending
0: depending on what you do prior to that,
1: yeah. But in terms of a trade, in terms of a physical trade, because why? There's always development, bro. There's always new builds. What is old will be knocked down, and then people have to build it back up again. That's the one thing that you can guarantee about a capitalist society is there will always be growth. And when there's growth, there will be a need, for trade and industry yeah you know and what else is industry as well technology you know yeah. and these small trade amount to technology okay you want to be the person that codes it but who's going to be the person that puts it together
0: yeah.
1: who's going to be the person that installs this technology in a smart yeah. way cool you want to use a macbook but who's going to be the person that installs the macbook into the table Mm-hmm. That is in the in the office permanently. So it's a desktop laptop that can charge easily, that they can then be removed and the screen can then flip and be put on the on through a projector onto the wall. You get what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah.
1: All of these industry manufacturing skills is five years before you tenfold, hundredfold your income. And the sacrifice of it is literally ego. Mm. We've Mm -hmm. been sold the dream, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a business owner. Yes. But guess what's even better? Being able to hire those people to make the money for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? And how are you going to get there? By getting your foot in the door and having a profession, having a niche. And then through having that niche, looking at how you can leverage your time, bring people together and achieve common goals where equity is shared so people understand the value that the equity is compounding. Compounding means it doesn't just add, it multiplies. Mm. It doesn't just duplicate, it it comes to the power of three. You know? Mm -hmm. That is what is out there because what happens all the time? The same thing. We have a New Year's every year. You have a birthday every year. Every year, a child will be born. Someone will pass. Someone will make a new invention. There'll be new opportunities. So the best thing you can do is skill up without ego. Learn from the 20-year-old that has leveraged their time, fortunately. Yes. Regardless of what age you are. Because guess what? You're going to be teaching that person too. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, joy is something that starts internal and then spreads out. Because, you know, it's... it's just it's just loving it, and <laughs> you got value. <laughs> yeah.
0: And especially increasingly that we're living in a world nowadays where people like to license out their um, work, like literally from, food, like, you know, we license out from our food. Now we have we eat, some people don't even cook. There's people in this country that don't even cook like, at yeah. all, like at actually, ever. At, ever, ever. Like and, you know, there's nowadays there's people that something something as simple, or you know, maybe we we will call it simple as like putting together an IKEA flat pack. There's people nowadays that actually hire people to come and put together their IKEA flat packs. and these things are designed for anybody, any Tom, Dick, and Harry to be able to do. So we live in a in a place nowadays where you, if you just learn a skill that's uh, that's uh, 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 I guess, you know has some sort of value, it doesn't have to be a, a, a very uh, skilled labour job like I said, that electrician or heat engineer or plumber. It can literally be something as simple as putting together furniture and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> make income from it. but obviously nowadays we, we appreciate also that we're, we're living in a time now where you know we have what i like to call like you know the tiktok generation where people are making money online literally doing you know what looks like nothing but it's something it and
1: is a lot generation. it's a lot it's
0: a lot it is a lot you know but um uh, so you know i i there's there's different avenues bro there's really different avenues and you know we, we we don't want to uh 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 put down or, or romanticise any particular exactly. part but we also know that there are huge skill shortages within our community for certain roles which which would be uh, beneficial if we had more 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 people in those roles for like, for example like you said electrician etc plumber etc um, especially now you know as we are becoming more affluent and more ambitious as a as a group, as a people, we you know, where we we are wanting to 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 buy property, start business, um, etc. to make you know to make equity and pass on to our children and stuff. So what better place than to have a whole community or a whole a whole list of people that that you can all benefit from and keep what we always say, keep the money within the community. If you know you've bought a, a rundown flat somewhere and you need someone to come and fix it up. And you have all these tradesmen that look like you um you know, you're, you're, you're putting money in their pocket, they're getting back home putting that money on their kids' tables and stuff, you know, it all just stays in the community, but um, no. But again, trying to go back to what we were discussing prior to this was with the Sean Bailey thing, you know, we also have to sit down as a people. If it does happen, from what the polls look like, it may be a, a, a Labour victory, which you can't uh, stay in as a mayor, mayor of London. But if Sean Bailey was to win, do we look at ourselves and be like, call? Cool. Oh, is this is this uh, is this uh, 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 a win for the yeah. community? Um, and again, I'm not. I'm not. No one's naive to the fact that the reason, more so, why it won't look more, more, so, why it won't look like a win, is because of the current government in in power at the moment as well. The nasty party, ten years of austerity, um, um, all these things. Like then you think to yourself, like right, like how can you how can you represent a party like that? Yeah. How can you? You know, different from London to Liverpool. I don't know if you've seen, but the actual Liverpool, like, I don't think, I think either Conservative candidate either did stand for the Liverpool mayor elections and just, you know, got shit. Or they didn't even stand because it's like, there's no point. I think they know, I think the second most votes, other than Joanne Anderson, the woman that she won, who stood for Labour, was like an independent party person. So obviously, London being a very most diverse city in Europe, arguably not even just, you know, the UK. Obviously, you're going to have people from all walks of life that have all different types of political allegiances and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, yeah, so...
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, it comes down to the political corruption that, we've, yeah. that, we're, that we're witnessing, that we're living through, that is, it just doesn't make sense. Like, the, at the end of the day, like, for me personally, like corruption has no place in this kind of world. Like, This is like, it's a cancer. It's not something that is going to keep that's going to be sustainable, that we can multiply, scale, or repeat. It's something that chews away and destroys and it leaves energy that cannot be reused. And then it puts a real distrust. So, Sean Bailey, should your politics be different from, from, from the likes of your nasty party cronies? Okay, maybe we can look at, look at things differently. But, you know, for now, we're looking at a nasty party that you represent. And that this can actually stain put a stain on, 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 the, on the jacket you're wearing. You get what I'm trying to say? And mm-hmm. I didn't say, like, how, how, long, how long are we going to be able to, as a nation, to withstand all the nasty shenanigans that are taking place under this leadership? You mm-hmm. know? Like, mm-hmm. the fact is, Britain hasn't come to terms with Brexit yet. Mm-hmm. Britain has not come to terms with Brexit. They've been distracted by COVID and lockdown and distracted by Boris Johnson's petty scandals, but Brexit, wow. That is going to, by the time that settles in, yeah, it's going to be a madness. You know, like, and then on top of that, not, not only that, it's, 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 it's obviously the fact that they're trying to now implement these ID cards for voting, mm. to stop people from mm. having a free vote. They're still using this outdated vote electoral system which yes. unfortunately gives people in the affluent area more power than they, than they, than they naturally that they, that they should have per person per, per, per population so that the needs yes. of the population aren't being met. Instead, it's a, it's a nation of cronyism. We now have one of the most population of billionaires living in the UK
0: yes. are
1: leveraging the people of this nation to make more money for themselves at their, at their own expense with little or no philanthropy to show that there's actually real benefit from having such billionaires in this country. Mm-hmm. And then the fact is that there's a, gov- there's a leader of a nation that doesn't, that doesn't see human beings as, doesn't see the value in each and every human being. This person has been quote unquote, on quote on word for word that let the bodies pile up. Mm-hmm. He sees human life as something fickle that not everybody is truly entitled to. doesn't see that human life is of value, that life is of value. Is this the work, the future we want to go into? That, you know, keep the murder, cap, keep the murder rate high in the nation. This, like, people don't realise that the murder rate in this nation has gone higher. It's not just London, Manchester and Birmingham where these things are happening. There's atrocities happening all over the UK. And that, that now crimes are becoming of the wickedest nature. That are being even un- reported, you know. Is this the kind of society we're trying to trying to grow and then brush under the rug behind his underneath his wig? This guy is very, very smart, very calculated. Can we continue to ignore as a nation the the these 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 atrocities? And is Keir Stammer truly going to be, continue to be, you know the true opposition that we need, or are we? Are, is there going to be a way to de-elect this guy and create a true opposition? And you know Move what? I believe that we, people need to stay tuned as we continue to discuss this, and we'll discuss, continue to discuss and open up open up this and prevent more viable routes and avenues. However, we are happy, we are celebrating that we are claiming back Black Boy Joy, Black Girl Magic, day by day. And the news made us do this.